Hi everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast. Kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands. So for any companies out there, any businesses that need a, a brand refresh, a new logo, just get in touch with ACDMB. Thanks as always to them for sponsoring us. ACDMB designed this, the new Lot 17A fanzine. This has completely sold out in 24 hours of it being for sale online, all I think we had around 50 copies of Gone. ACB and ACDMB, sorry, designed this. This sold out just from the front cover, just from the look. No one has seen inside this apart from me and ACDMB and a, a brief flick through. But that kind of proves just how good ACDMB are for their design. It's a front cover sold out. So do get in touch with ACDMB for any of your branding or anything like that. Get in touch with those. So this is the Mailbag Podcast off the back of Leeds' outstanding win against Catalan. As always, joining me for this is Statman Reese. How are you, Reese? Yeah, good. I think I've finally come down from Friday night now. Just um, in bit. fact, it's been brought down by Jacksonville Jaguars. I was literally about to say, as we record this, Reese is watching. Who are Jacksonville playing? Um, oh, the legendary team, apparently, uh, Washington Commanders. And they are losing. Yes. So if you hear Reese kind of go, ooh, yeah, start going like that, he's just going to have to mute his mic and then he can. <laughs> As you, If you watch it, you'll see him like going, <laughs> By the end of this podcast, I'll look like you. <laughs> what, a, what a very, very lucky man looking like this. Um, who's our, We've got a special guest today with us on the mailbag, the first ever special guest for the mailbag. Who is it, Reese? We've got Bry from Six Again. What a legend as well. Bry, Hi, Bry. Hi, boys. How are you? Good. Really good. Thanks for coming on. Um, for those that are aware, Brian runs the Twitter account Six Again. You probably, If you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you are aware of Brian's work on Twitter. It is a brilliant account. Promotes the hell out of rugby league. And I mean, all rugby league. Every does such an amazing job of putting the fixtures on there, if it's on telly, where it's on telly, just promotes Rugby League probably better than any other account on Twitter. And I mean that, but like official accounts, television accounts, Six Again is summer really, really good. So well done on your good work there, Brad. You deserve a pat on your back because um, it's a really good account. Can, can you feel the love? Now and again. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. That's just Twitter, mate. That's just Twitter. So the reason we've got you on is um, you've kind of joined forces with the Loose Forward podcast. And do you want to tell us exactly what you've kind of combined for? Yeah, um, we've created um, Rugby League Sherpa. Mm. Um, following the premise of you may have known Football Sherpa, yeah. um, which raises money for the Bobby Mullet. Probably more cancer fund, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've done something similar. Um, we've created this, and we are hoping to raise money for MND Association and the Steve Prescott Foundation. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, when is it? Rugby League shirt day. Friday, the twenty third of September, day before the grand final. Um. 
is the main event, but you can do it now. And hmm. um, we had a launch day a couple of weeks back. I started. Um, I put mine straight up. Um, there will be others from me going along. I think I'm planning on wearing three different shirts that day. Um, yeah. Not telling you. Oh, oh, you nice. Not telling you. <laughs> although, although my wife says if she can still get hold of the uh, Leeds Magic shirt, she might. She yeah. might put it on. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's the main day. Friday, twenty fifth September is the main event itself. Um, we're hoping that people will basically put a shirt on, take a photo. Themselves share it on social media and donate if you can. Obviously, times are hard, so yeah, only if you can, you can. There's an, um, there's an official rugby league shirt day Twitter account, TikTok account, all social media. What? Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, the Twitter and TikTok page are both the same, they are at RL shirt day. Mm-hmm. The Instagram account is Rugby League Share Day 2022, mm-hmm. and the Facebook page is RL Share Day. Yeah, so across all social media, and there's a couple of hashtags to follow there as well. Yeah, um, hashtag um, RL Share Day, um, hashtag Show Us Your Shirt, mm. and hashtag Shirt Selfie. Yeah, so get involved, everybody. It's a great idea. Um, Friday twenty third or now, I I still need to do mine, Bri. You, you you asked me to do it ages ago, and I still need to do myself in, then tag three more people to do theirs. I'll definitely do it. I promise. Yeah, that's the plan. We want to nominate people. We want people to nominate. Um, Good awareness, yeah. Mm. Keep them keep keep it keep it spinning along. Keep the momentum going. You've also got a couple of interviews lined up. Is that right with local BBC? Yeah. Radio stations? Well, yeah, BBC Radio Merseyside have been in touch. They want us to uh, go on for an interview um, next week. Might be a bit delayed because what's going on. Yeah. Um, and also BBC Radio Humberside have been in touch. Oh, really? And on the back of that, we've had massive support from Hull KR Foundation. Yeah. Uh, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um um, who have got university, the whole university involved, oh, a wow. hospital in Hull involved. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's starting to build momentum. Um, they were quite happy. But we've got a couple of teams involved. Um, Cornwall yeah. uh, are very, very supportive of us, and Batley are as well. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're the first big fish out of the pond. We'd like to say no disrespect to Cornwall or Batley, obviously. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were quite, they were quite pleased that they beat all FC to the punch. To be quite fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being bullied. <laughs> That's brilliant. Rugby League shirt day, Friday the 23rd of September. I'm sure it'll gather momentum, and I'm sure it's one of those things, Bri, where once you've done it year on year, it'll just continue and it'll just be- become something like. Uh, you know, football shirt there for something along those lines. I think it's a great idea. And uh, thanks for coming on to promote it. Um, it's time to open the mailbag. As I say, this is off the back of Leeds's win against Catalan. Um, Reese, do you want to start? 
I am going to start, but I'm not going to go straight into the mailbag, actually. I thought of a question straight off that I want to ask Bri. Oh, go for um, it. What were your thoughts on the leeds Catalan game uh, on Friday night? Scrappy. <laughs> I, I was... I didn't do my usual um, live stream tweets. Mm. Um, I've, I've cut off them at the end of the season, mainly because I was at my mum's last weekend and I was supposed to be this weekend as well. And she doesn't have uh, Sky Sports, so it'd have, been, it'd have been a bit behind kind of thing, so I left it. Um, but I did tweet a couple of times and I, leads for the first 17 minutes were just unbelievable. Um, come out the blocks like I am. Ne- I've not seen for a while, considering what had happened against Castleford, and the, it was just a non-event for for the new truck barely. Yeah. Um, until the last five minutes, obviously, but it was it was such a shock. It, you could tell that they've been given a given a talking to really, and said, "Look, we need to we need to hit these. We need to hit these quick." Mm. Um. And then, obviously, once Catalan are behind and behind a bit, they do have a tendency to try and infuriate people and try and infuriate teams and and certain players, shall we say, and then uh, lose the temper. And it happened first game of the season against Saints. Napa got sent off. They didn't like it that they were getting beat. They tried, tried, they tried getting Leeds to play their way in there and set the tone. But Leeds were having none of it, and they, they were shot. I think they were totally shocked by how the, the game started, flowing through the game. Once that first, once once Sutcliffe had scored, you kind of knew there was only one team going to win. You could see it. You could see they'd lost their head. You could see that the, you could see that they didn't want it. They, they, they were more. It sounds like they were more interested in causing ruptures than they were in yeah. concentrating on what they done. Oh, I honestly were. believe if they did concentrate on what they did and what they can do, they'd have probably won, mm-hmm. to be quite fair, because they do have the talent to do that. And also with the raucous atmosphere, they'd have been picked up and picked up. Like you have seen countless times at Edinburgh, like I've seen to my detriment countless times at Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, best team won, best team went through, and you, you can't take anything away. And all you can do is play the players, because the back line is not your start back line whatsoever. No, it wasn't. Whatsoever. There, there was only Sutcliffe there, really. Yeah, and then just what, what the coach has done since he's come in is just phenomenal. I think mm-hmm. I put a tweet out a couple of, couple of games in saying, look what he can do, look what he can do, and I got slated for it, even by the Leeds fans. And... You know when you were saying before how you how, how you then uh, received it's one of them where I want to go find it and I want to go and look at it and I want to <laughs> pull it back go, up, ah. dig it back up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, highlight every one of them. There you go, you, 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 Lauren yeah, all believers now, Brian. Especially Lauren was doing that with the original with the original tweet from Rhinos. You can yes, see all, he did. A lot of Rhinos fans were going. Oh, what the hell is this and all that? And, and oh, no. quite a few, and quite a few people openly went, "Yeah, I was wrong. I was completely wrong." I told um, you, we're all converted now. But yeah, no, we were converted quite quickly. <laughs> uh, Bri, just we forgot to mention, but Bry, you are not a Leeds Rhinos fan, are you? For my sins, yes, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you want to tell us who you support? The Mighty Saint Helens. Just, I just feel like we need to kind of announce that because some of the lead, some of the mailbag questions are lead rhinos based, but we'll still get Brian's thoughts on them because, you know. Well, when I was, your, you're going, sorry. When I was asked originally, um, when I first started doing things, people didn't actually know I supported until I'd done a couple of pods. Didn't know I supported things. Mm. Um, because no one asked, so I never. I just kept it to myself. To be quite fair, no one asked. I would too. Um, the Saints fan. Yeah, I got, I got, I got told I was a Cash fan, a Featherstone fan, a Lee oh, fan. Um, really? Yeah, it was just there was just a broad range of, uh, and I was just sat there going, no, no, no. That's crazy how but, people have. You didn't. Yeah. You never said anything, and yet people have assumed. Numerous. It's funny how they've seen that. It was. It, I think it was a because the Twitter page says I'm from West Yorkshire. Obviously, I was living West Yorkshire. Yeah. Um. So they presumed I might have been to a fan over here of a team, but then I might be certain tweets I put out and backing certain people or certain players or saying someone's good. I had, a, I had someone tell me I was a Wigan fan once because. I said Liam Farrell's the best second over I've seen so long and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm sat there going, no. Nah. <laughs> no, no. I'm not a Wigan fan. I'm nah. not a Wigan fan. In actual fact, mm. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I was explaining to a friend the other day, going to, he, he was umming and ahhing went to go to the grand final by tickets, yeah. Mm. Um, because he doesn't, he doesn't want to go to Saints, aren't they? And I was like, yeah, well, try going when you're watching Wigan v Warrington and you sat there going. (laughs) 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 So let's get into the mailbag then. And let's actually start with your questions, Brian, because they're the ones at the top of my list at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. So the first one that you've asked is, where does Friday's win rank in past playoff performances? This kind of goes hand in hand, sorry, Reese, with a question that we've had from Benny. Ah, fair enough. It kind of goes hand in hand, so we can kind of swallow that together, that mix okay. it together. And Benny asked, was that the toughest ever playoff win? I suppose you can answer this first, Reese, and then take it from <laughs> there. I threw it to you to give myself some time, and then you just threw it All right, well, fair enough. I think it was. I kind of, I, I definitely asked my friends on our WhatsApp group, like, is this the tough, prior to the game, sorry, is this the toughest ever playoff fixture we've had, you know, with, with the squad we've got, with, you know, Catalan at home got a good record, and I think it was the, like the toughest game in playoff history for us, really. So what was what was your side of it, sorry, your question? Um, sorry. Um, where does the win rank in past playoff performances? I don't think it's the best performance. In- I also don't think it's the best win. I think it's probably one of the toughest challenges we've had. Mm. Um, but if I think playoff and I think playoff win, I can only ever think of 2015 in that 40-20 from Kev. From Kev. In that performance. Yeah, um, and yeah. that, for me, is my favourite playoff performance. Mm. Um, and that's not just because Brian is a St. Helens fan, and I've mentioned that. I, I, generally, mm. I generally think that that is our best playoff result, just, just in the, uh, how the game... What was needed to be done by one player to win that game? But I think Friday 
is definitely one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in terms mm. of the physicality and the and the and the discipline to stay disciplined. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. What did you make of it, Bry? Did I or the fact that they just scored? Uh, we haven't scored. We just got a sack. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I I agree. I think uh, that forty twenty broke my heart, and it still does. It's up there with Lee Smith, to be quite fair. But um, yeah, I think that's. I I honestly think that the best performance was that forty twenty mm. game. Um, Although Friday is up there due to, as you say, players missing, where you were, how you've the past past winning the past winning the grand final from a certain place, you had always had the momentum going in. Hmm. So you you always didn't want to play. It's like I, I had a conversation this weekend saying the last team I'd want to play in the semi final, the Leeds or Salford. Hmm. Basically, you don't you don't want to play either. The one team you wanted to play was Huddersfield, yeah. but um, oh, and I think that's what the difference is in the in the in the history of what you've done in playoffs before. But mm. this is up there. I'd say probably a top four, top five, mm. or definitely that. That yeah. The the less I talk about that forty twenty, the better. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Right, your second question was, which sports TV programme would you like to appear on? Um, <laughs> do you have an answer for this, Bri? I always wanted to be on Question of Sport when I was a kid. Me too. Yeah, I loved Question of Sport. <laughs> I haven't watched it, you know, since they've changed uh, the people. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it for years. I, really, I remember when I first started watching it, it was John Parrott. Yes, Alan uh, McCoy. And it was Anna McCoy's, and then yeah. I really enjoyed the Matt Dawson and Tuffers era. Mm. I really, I thought they were brilliant together. Um, but there's another one that's in my mind at the moment, and it's purely because of Michael Sheen. Um, and it's a league, <laughs> and it's a league of their own. Oh, hang on! Whilst I'm doing that, I'm mentioning Michael Sheen. I've just got literally about to say you, you mentioned Duncan Welfries and not touch the flag. The flag's there. there yeah, go. yeah. If they know you were going to do that, I'd gone and got mine from the bedroom and got mine out to put mine there. Oh my god! Here we I go. Go. Bloody yeah. from this thing. <laughs> Everyone was Welsh after that Michael Sheen speech. Jesus. <laughs> um, but any other program? Oh, actually, yeah, Ski Sunday. Love Ski Sunday. Do you even remember that? Ski Sunday is still on now. Still is going? It? Yeah, still going. I thought it had finished. Come me. Uh, so I'm so out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're normally the best team tunes. You're normally on the way home from a game on Sunday. That's what it is. That's true. Uh, yeah, question of sport for me. Um, other than that, I don't know. Well, oh, I'll tell you what, I absolutely was obsessed with and watched religiously back in the day. They think it's all over. Remember that? I loved that. Nick Hancock, Gary Lineker, David Gower, Jonathan Ross. Oh, it, we must watch TV that. Especially if something happened that week in the week of sport. So probably them two. Any any more, Bri, that you'd like to go when, on? When I was about 18, I went to watch Lee Hurst in the gig. And he yeah. told a story about an outtake. And I won't tell it on you. I really <laughs> won't. But it's genius. I'll tell you later. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen or heard in my life. But that programme, it was a set, it was amazing. As I say, something had happened that week to try and get that person on as well. Mm. I'll never forget um, Manny Petit went on it, I think. 
and he just got lynched and lynched because he had his flock flock in here and everyone was like, oh, ooh. And he just gave him it. Just All five of them just giving it straight up. <laughs> but no more yeah. for me. It was always question of sport. Yeah, question of sport. I agree. Um, your third question, Brian, might need some explaining, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to read it out anyway. So the question is, how much did the taxi cost up to the airport and how much slash where did you tell the better half it cost slash you was? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> so can you explain this to me? <laughs> I'll let Eddie. <laughs> he was saying it to me about after the cattle, off the back of the Catalan win. Oh, right. Got you. Yeah. Uh, Ryan also sent a tweet. What did the tweet say? I think there were about three tweets about... Someone said he's going to Zanti. He's going to Zanti off up there. So would it, would uh, what do we need to look out for him? I said he'll either have a pink lead shirt on, or his <laughs> I love Danny Mags t-shirt on. Yeah, got loads of them. <laughs> does that, count? Does that, count? That, that does count. That does count. Yeah, that counts. Do you know what it is as well? Someone I was talking to someone was in the DMs, you know, on on Twitter, obviously, and someone said. Since we got the Danny Maguire bell, we've hardly spoke about Danny. It's hardly been used. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> um, right. Um, next question is from Ian East Leeds, um, who said, non-lawyers often express surprise that we don't, regu- we don't rate regular silver kisses uh, like the two Brian Max um, uh, as highly as transformational coaches who only won one trophy, like Tony Smith, uh, and uh, Murray. Murray. Will Rowan go on to become the best of both by combining transformation with regular silver kissing? Into silver. I enjoy the phrase silver kissing, by the way, as a trophy thing. Yeah, I do. Ian always so, speaks well. Um, yeah, well, yeah, if you're asking me, I absolutely <laughs> think so. Of course. <laughs> of course I do. No, but I, I feel... what What's exciting... For me, most under Rowan is what he's done with this squad. I've said it before, but what he's done with this squad, that's not his squad. It isn't. Now, Roberts kind of came on here and said, Rowan would never say that. It's not his squad. But I'll say it for him because it isn't his squad. He's he's inherited this squad. And the transformation that we saw, because it's the same side, apart from Zach Ardaker, that Richard Agar started the year with and was diabolical. So the fact that Rowan came in and has done completely transformed us from a relegation side and taken us up to a game away from Old Trafford, to me, is enough excitement to think, what can this guy do? What? So that's everything we've seen with Leeds this year in however many games, however many games Rowan Smith's been here. Imagine what, what would be like in two years when you kind of, you'd kind of say then, in two years, he'd probably have his squad or who he... Like. Do you remember we're talking about what 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 a success would look like for Rowan? A success mm. would be right off this year. Don't worry about it. Just build next mm. year. Get your squad. Have a good season, and then in the next year we go for it. Yeah, we're in a position to potentially already go for to it. All, exactly, <laughs> to already go for it. So, um, in terms of the lock pod schedule that we put in place for him, don't want to go on Is is ahead of schedule by miles? So imagine that's exactly what I'm saying. Imagine what it could be like in. I mean, we are a delusional podcast. Brian will probably just think, what the, what the fuck are they talking about? But to me, the excitement to, and to think 
we're going to win it this year. So where we're going to be in three years? I think we're well ahead of scheduling, and I think that the club are aware it's a long-term thing with Rowan because he got the what a three and a half year deal. So they've kind of said this is the guy. Yeah. You know, it's put and up. That'll take him up to an NRL job. Yeah, that'll take him up to an NRL job. It'll be that and three and a half years. He'll be successful, and he'll go to the NRL. To me. And obviously, it's me, my words, when I think we win every game, severe, severe delusion. I would say, I'll say now, every day, is that by the time Ron Smith lead, leaves Leeds, he will have three pieces of silverware, whether that's a Challenge Cup or two Challenge Cup. He'll have three pieces, the bare minimum, three pieces of silverware. That's obviously me as a Leeds fan. How do you feel, Brian? How do you think Ron Smith's tenure could look? I call it the Justin Holbrook effect. Mm. That's how it seems. It really does. Obviously, when he came in, he, brought, he got Barber straight away, so it looked a bit rosier. And I think yeah. the squad was a bit... No disrespect, but I think the squad was a bit better that he inherited. But he had to put his stance on it. He had to put what he, what he wanted on it. And it was just simple things. And that's probably what Smith's done. Probably just come in, I said exactly what you said. Right, it's right off. Let's go for it. Let's do what we can do. This is what we're building for. You're not staying. You're not staying. You might play, but I know you're not staying. And he's always planning ahead. Hmm. And I, and that's that's how I see it. It's it does seem similar to when Justin Aldrich went to St. Helens hmm. from how how it's graduating through the season. Hmm. Or at next year is going to be. The Big one for them. Obviously, if it start, if he brings his own in as his own ways, because you, because yeah, you've got to bring players in, and you you have to gel and stuff. It's not going to be a mass, a mass change. There'll be a few changes, but it won't be like something like Salford who get picked off, like yeah. the full back. Where they have to replace so many, and then they need a lot of time to gel. Like we've shown this year, they needed so much time to gel, and then hit off. Hmm. Um. I don't think he'll take that much to gel. So I think next year, if there's a struggle, then there might be questions. But I don't see the I don't see a struggle like that has been this year. And I definitely don't see a struggle like Warrington. Hmm. And I think that I think that's the other thing. He came in, changed everything, changed so much thing in pre-season. Hmm. Whereas if he'd have gone in halfway through last season. <laughs> the the Warrington probably would have known what he wanted this year and been a bit better. And I think that I think that's where then Leeds are going to be next year. They'll be pushing and pushing and pushing hmm. to then be, be be where they used to be and have been and can be and yeah yeah. Cool. Welcome back. Are you okay? <laughs> Small little crisis, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're good. Um, I was listening to your answer; I quite enjoyed that. But in answer to Ring's question, I only think he will he will win trophies for us, but I think it's going to be limited to about three and a half years of that contract. Um, ZB, his question is nice and simple: How hard is Morgan Gannon? We've we've waxed lyrical about Morgan on this pod. Since his debut, to be honest, kind of comparing to Adrian Morley and things. So we people 
regular listeners to this, people listening to this, know how me and Reese feel and our regulars feel. Brian, how do you feel about Morgan Gannon? Class, class act. Just, just, other than losing his teeth and won it and then getting seen the beards and another it on Friday, hmm. he's being class. Hmm. Um, I, again, another tweet earlier in the season, I put him in a team of some sort. Might have been an England team for the World Cup. Might have been, I can't remember exactly, but again, I got, got a few uh, replies of, Really? Can't you sure? Do you, you know You're what this guy was? <laughs> no, no. They were off Leeds fans. And again, it was mm-hmm. just before the change or just after. And I'm like, yeah, you can see what he's going to do. You can see where he's going to be and how he's going to do it. And He's 18, Brian. He's 18. Exactly. He's, exactly. He's not, he's not actually finished school. He's only just finished school. Hmm? Yeah. And, but I and thought he was an eighteen-year-old out of school, and then they did that tweet said he got AAB in his A levels or whatever he got. So that that, that pissed me off as well because he's clearly good, <laughs> and then he's really intelligent as well. So but he's eighteen. Obviously... He's intelligent. He plays for Leeds. Yeah, he does everything that you want. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I think obviously the questions in relating to the fact that despite all of those things. It takes it a serious amount of bravery to go running into Sam Cassiano when he's running full pelt at you. Mm. And to be fair, he got clobbered by Teddy Varno as well, probably yeah. at the same time in that tackle. Friendly fire, yeah. Um, but for an 18 year old to front up to that, it is hard as nails. And he got up, to be fair. Um, he did. But there was no way he was passing his HIA, though, after. No. Um, but, the thing yeah. is with him, he, he, it's, like, it's like Jason Gary Gary and Casper. You know what? Then you know the talents there. You knew as soon as he went in the team. You knew mm. that he had to be in. It was mm. pro- probably a training, and the, and he's being asked to come in to. He'd probably being asked to come in to be an extra body in training because there was people off or injured or whatever, and they've gone. Oh, I'm gone. He needs to stay. Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, you're staying. You need to play. You're playing. That's and then he's played, and everyone's gone. Oh, and you can see the progressive everyone going, and. You can you can only see that him getting better and better and better and better. And the thing is, he's not going to probably hit his peak for another six, six. seven years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so if he's doing that now, imagine what he's going to be like in six years. And he just just phenomenal, Scary. absolutely phenomenal. I don't I don't remember. Well, I don't think there has been a player since the golden generation where they come in as a kid. You know. And, and the player game, and you're like, oh, this is young kid Morgan Gannon. I hope he plays well. And, and kind of go from, oh, this is young kid. I hope he plays well. In I think it must have been three, maybe four games that Morgan Gannon was playing. And then everyone just kind of forgot that he was 17 at the time, 18. And everyone just forgot him, just like, yeah, Gannon's playing. I've never known that. Like, even like in the era of, the golden generation, you know, they kind of got drip fed in different generation, but there was still that concept of like, oh, it's it's Danny Maguire. I hope he plays all right because he's a young kid. Where's Morgan? I can't quite remember how it was with it, like someone like Adrian Morlex. I know he was really young when he kind of came in, so it's probably a similar matchup with that. But it was just like it just felt like it was three, four, maybe five games, and people stopped saying. It's a young kid. They just it was just like whenever you saw the team sheet or asked someone like in a bar or at Headingley, they'd just say, "Oh yeah, back rows, Martin and Gannon," and you just went, "All right." 
And so in terms of how hard he is, back to the question, he's rock hard, like Brian said. He's 18 now. So what's it, what's it going to be when he's 28? He's going to be England captain. He's going to be leading an NRL side. The sky's the limit here. I mean... He's, no, he's not allowed to is... go to NRL. That's where <laughs> you put your marquee money. Give him yeah. marquee money. Yeah, I've yeah. said this before. The thing he is... gets it. Alenska gets it. Where's Harry Newman going, Reese? Yeah, Harry Newman gets it. <laughs> Sam Walker gets it when he comes back. When he comes, when over he comes here. back, we've got yeah. Victor the Inflictors coming home soon yeah. as well. Good old York. The thing is for me He's with Gannon. <laughs> the, the thing is for me with Gannon, and it's it's main. This is the main thing. As you were saying, you are. He's on the team. So you thought, okay, yeah, fair enough. He's seventeen. The minute that you knew he'd made it, and how hard he is, is when he's not on the team sheet, and you go. Where's Gannon? Mm. Why is he not playing? Mm. And that's when you're not, and that's when you know how good. And again, he's only 18, but you'd be worried. You'd be worried if he was not playing. Mm. Yeah. And he's got and a good he, competition as well. I mean, he's got Ben and mine. Mm. Like, yeah. and he's he's up there with those two. Um, and then the last question I've got on here is actually two questions from Phil. Um. Who is your favourite past and present Rhinos players? Uh, I'll answer your past player for you uh, because I think everyone knows it's clearly Dan Maguire. Um, present, present players. My present favourite Leeds player is Elidsky. I don't think I can. I love Harry Newman, and I think he's the best player in the league. But I love, like, I think. I always think, like, in terms of my best player, my favourite player, I've always felt like who'd be the one where if they left or didn't play or got injured would have the biggest effect on the side. We kind of touched on it earlier that the win in Catalan, we didn't have Harry playing or, you know, Fussy 2 or all these other players. You take a Ledsky out of our pack, Reese, he has carried us all season. Without, without a Ledsky in this lead side, even my confidence to win would take a dint. So I have to say, Oledski is without doubt. He's also an amazing dancer. So we've all seen his moves when he's shaking his butt in changing rooms after a win in a pair of speedos. He's it, it, got it all. So I'd definitely say Oledski. I, How about you, honest, Past for me is probably Kevin. Um but I always loved Carl Ablett as well. Um, one of my favourite moments of, the, of that generation is that Warrington final when Ablett yeah, just pulled his rears all day. Yeah. And then when he scored over him and just cheered in his face, that's one of my favourite ever games to watch. Is that. I'd love to get Carl Ablett on here. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've tried, haven't we? I've tried. Um, <laughs> but Alenski is a name that I would probably come up with as well because of how big, mm. how important he is for the side. But it'd be wrong for me as chief executive and founder of the Cam Smith Appreciation Society, and I've not even got my bloody badge on. Uh, I have. It's here. here. <laughs> um, just on this, by the way, yeah. sorry. Just on this, this badge, I don't know if you can see it, has been washed on this shirt, and it's still... It's still all right. It's in perfect condition. So to say people bought it for a quid, get a quid's worth. Carry on, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd have to say Cam as well. Now, Bri... Who's your favourite Leeds player, Brian? Past and present. Past and present. Right. In, fact, probably, in fact, I'll rephrase the present question. 
Mm-hmm. Which one out of this currently is Rhino's side would you want in your St. Helens team? I bet it's the same answer as theirs. Honestly, Harry Newman. Yeah. 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 Did we, we had after the, was it after the Wigan game we said uh, we had a Wigan guy on, I can't remember his name. The guy that Daniel. Him. Daniel, yeah. And he was like, Newman. Newman. Awesome. Straight up. It sounds tough. It'd be a toss of a clue between Newman and Zelensky. Hmm. But at one at Newman just that little bit more. Fair mm. enough. And then mm. past players. <sighs> How many have destroyed me in the past? Um, Lee Smith, Rob How long have you got, Brad? Lee Smith. Lee Smith. <laughs> just you know when you know when Betro comes on on Sky. And that final comes on, it just gets, I, I'm set. Where's the remote? Get the remote. I'm going to unplug this telly. Oh, hang on. Jo- Josh Walters, that's another one. Oh, no, Josh Walters wasn't one of yours. That was Wigan. No, no. He was Casco, wasn't he? Wigan. You are. Uh, wasn't that the first game? No, Wigan. it was Wigan. Wigan. 2015, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, it'd have to be Danny Maguire all day long. All day long. See, we're getting used out of this bell now. I can't we're remember. Making, we're making most of it, aren't we? Yeah, I can't and, remember who said it in the DM, but you see, it's getting used now. And Phil's second question was, best ever Rhinos game you attended? And I feel like we've probably had this question before. Mm. Um, but grand final-wise, sorry, Bri, this is not going to be good for you. Um, that game with when Rob Burrow won the Harry Sunderland Trophy. That was special, yeah. It was just incredible. Changed uh, the game, didn't it? Coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Completely changed the game. So, so is that yours? Yeah, I can't. I'll say something different because we do have a lot, a lot to go at. Um, I think previously when we've been asked this, we've been asked it a few times. It's a popular question. I think previously I said that masterclass by Danny in 2017 for obvious mm. reasons because there were no way. I don't think, certainly not in the Super League here, and I'm. I know I'm. You know, I always wear my Leeds glasses, but I've never seen a player dominate a big game like that. I really am, genuinely am. If someone thinks that they've got an answer to someone different or someone who controlled like a final in that way, then tweet me and let me know. Um, so I'll, I'll say the 2015 final that was the one that I was the most nervous for. 20, 2004, I, I was petrified. Absolutely petrified of that final, just because we we were the nearly men, you know. We always nearly did, you know. We only had one in '99 and took up in '99. Sorry, you know, we're always the nearly men. I was just I think I was about 17, 18 in the, at that final. I was just petrified, absolutely just shaking. And when we did win it, I just burst out crying, thinking, "Oh my god, I finally seen him win the big one." But 2015, I was. Because we'd done the League Leader Shield and the Cup and everything, and you know, Kev leaving and retiring, and Kylie and uh, JP were all going their separate ways. I was petrified that again that they'd not finish with the treble. So I was kind of shaking. So that that was a special one as well, especially because it was a close game, wasn't it? Was it twenty two twenty? It finished twenty four. Yeah, yeah twenty two twenty. So yeah, I'll say twenty fifteen grand final this time. The next time someone else asks it, I'll choose another grand. <laughs> Brian, have you got some favourite Rhinos games you've been to? Uh, Leeds Castle for the grand final was good. 
Mm. Um, but that was more, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you, that was more for the uh, journey home. Um, yeah. Coach, coach breaking down halfway down the 62 on the top. Yeah, mm. that was nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and 2014, uh, Chance Cup fan. Mm. Really good, really good for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, Lottie, over to you and your questions that you've had sent directly to you. Bianca says the pink kit is back. It is race. We mentioned it on the match review panel, didn't we? That we did. We lost, we lost belief in the old girl, but she is back, Bianca, and she's back with a bang. I think that's the last time we're going to wear it. What do you, how do you feel? Uh, well, we won't wear it in the grand final, will we? Um, I don't think we'll wear it in the grand final. And we won't wear it on Friday. We'll wear it on So that's, yeah. But yeah. Sayonara to the old pink kit. Parker says, I can't remember a more satisfying victory than Friday. Can any of the panel? Can you think of a, a game where you enjoyed it as much as, as Friday? Because I, I, I agree with Parker. I found that really. Because they were acting so grubby and disgusting and you know, McClure and Tompkins and you know, they're really just playing appallingly. It was like really sweet tasting that victory. Things that I, I felt like in, internally for me, I felt I got a lot of, I, I got a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I really liked Catalan last year. Mm. And, you know, I, I was rooting for them. I thought if any team was going to challenge Saints, I thought at the beginning of the season, it was going to be a Catalan team that was going to do it. And they haven't been that grubby in the last year or so. So mm. I, I, my hatred of them have dwindled. Um, but I still hated them because they were managed by Steve McMara. Mm. Um, but yeah, Friday with just everything how they were acting, it was uh it was a good feeling, I have to admit. It was nice. Really nice. Kev says Rowan Smith is leading uh, is leading us all the way. Can we win it, lads? We we I think me and Reese both agree that we will win it. How how do you see our chances, Brian? Do you think we'll win it? Do you think we'll get to the grand final? Do you think we'll lose on Friday? How do you see it going? I think Friday's a toss of the coin. I really do. I think if you can control field and fence like you did ahead on the you're in a really good chance. Um but again it all depends on the squad, really, I'd say. Because of obviously potential injuries, potential suspensions. Mm-hmm. Um it, it all depends on the squad. Um but yeah, if you can keep field and fence quiet. Uh, anyone's in with a chance to keep field offence quiet, really. And then for the final, it all depends. I think finals are just who turns up. Last year, last year, Catalan should have won, let's be honest. They should have won. Yeah. And they, they just never turned up. That's it. It, it, it. Again, like they didn't turn up last, on last Friday, but they did. They just turned up with a different, the wrong attitude. Hmm. But you usually know many a time when you've, when you've, Beat us in a final. You've you've gone in underdogs and no one expected you to win, and there you are with the trophy going home. And I'm crying and it's hard. hard. But... <laughs> it's hard for us not to be confident at a grand final, though, having only lost one, uh, you know, since 2004. Mm. We as a club have this feeling that if you get to that stage. And that that that's a feeling of the club. That must be how it feels internally at the club. But as a fan base, we know that if we're in the grand final, the odds look pretty good for us, just based on our history, and not just like historical, like recent history, uh, as well. 
So it's like JP it always call said. It arrogance. It's it's just that aura that we've got. No, it's like JP always said. Muscle memory, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah. it's it's one of the, and it, it courses through your club. And as much as you might not have players who've been there, but you will have players who've been there. But you, you just you, you get used to it. The fact again, if you play Salford, Salford will be going as favourites because of, of the two wins they'll have had. Yeah, yeah. And but then you have the. Yeah, and but you'll have the experience. You'll have the experience. So I'd favour Leeds again if you play Saints. You go in as underdogs. Mm. So, but then every Saints fan does not want to play either Wigan or Leeds. <laughs> so, so <laughs> basically, um, I, I think it's really open. I think any of the four teams could deservedly win it. Um, I don't think. I made a phone call four weeks ago and I said it could be a Salford Leeds final and it probably would be. Mm. And that was four weeks ago, just on what had happened in the last few weeks. Mm. And yeah, I'm not going, I'm not sticking with it, but it's possible. It is very, very possible. Brian says, interesting to see Rowan Smith will be going up against his uncle Tony next season. Has that ever happened before? Because obviously, well, Tony happened, I don't think it'll happen between Rowan and. T- well, hang on, would it have been? Because Rowan was at Bradford, wasn't they it? They were in Bradford in a championship with them, weren't they? They were down by then. That's never. It, I think. I'm guessing what Brian's thinking it has an uncle and nephew coached two sides before. This is one for stats. This Brian. Yeah, or you need even to if two, two families. Yeah, even if it's just two relationships. I don't know. I can't I don't Brian, could you think of anything where oh, either head coach is related? Don't know, no, Brian. You'll have, to, you'll have to Google it or wait for stats to come on. Ask stats yeah. at LUFC stats. He'll tell you in 0.3 seconds, trust me. Don't you think that's a bit um shoving two fingers up at Hulk KR from Tony Smith? <laughs> I don't get that appointment at all. It is, by the way. Yeah. It yeah, is absolutely. a bit Something obviously happened at KR that is that happy with whole whole job comes up. He publicly says I want it, and it is. Uh, oh, although Hull did launch, did I don't know if you saw Hull's like uh, promo on Twitter. You know when they put like the photo on saying Tony Smith aside, yeah. he was wearing a whole KR. Top. He was wearing a whole KR jacket. Tits. Christ. I don't. I think. I don't think it's a kicking teeth to KR to be honest because he did a good job there. Really, I know it ended in. Ended really badly. Sour, which, which, no surprise, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't even know why he's gone there. What's he going to do there? Because it's a Morbray about the, the quality of Super League coaches that Tony Smith's just constantly just going through the league. He must have managed half the league now. Or do you think Super League clubs should offer jobs to like championship coaches or assistants like we have, you know, like like Saints have, do you think they need to take more of, of a chance with, with new newer coaches or promoting coaches? I think there should be more of there needs to be more of a chance. Mm. But then I think teams I think teams I think owners look at the past mm. a lot. And obviously the Australian assistant coach thing works. Whereas yeah. the last real coach who got a job from what they done good in the lower leagues was Richard Marshall, mm. and he fell, he fell on, he fell flat. Well, he'd gone to Saints and then he fell flat on his face. Mm. But 
you, you, you're looking at it and now he's an academy coach at Warrington. So, yeah, I personally, I'd like to see coaches come through. Yeah. But then when you've got coaches in the lower leagues where John Key is pretty much the Tony Smith of the championship, he's bouncing from club to club to club to club. So when these new co- these young coaches come through, they need to start somewhere. And all the jobs again, there's assistant coaches like Paul Wellens, who's yeah. sat there like JJB, sat there for and Danny, sat there for six, seven years. And then you get the chance. And you're like, could they have gone to the championship, built themselves a reputation? Well, mm. yeah. But no, because the last few have been Marshall, Agar, I can't think of anyone off, off the top of my head mm. who've come up that way. And yeah, yeah I, I just, I, I don't like the merry go down that Tony Smith and people like John Keir are doing. But mm. yeah, there's big two fingers up to KR and yeah. massive. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, you'd rather be a KR than FC at the minute, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. That's, I, I don't understand why Smith's gone there. I don't understand why Hull have appointed him. You know, I, I don't, I don't understand it. But yeah, Brian certainly a unique situation in that Rowan going up against his uncle. Make no mistake. This next question's from another Brian. Everyone's called him Brian. <laughs> Popular name, Brian. It's just me with different. Just me with different accounts. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> uh, Brian is our movie guy, film guy. He's now merging into the world of television. And he's asked us, why are your favourite horror TV shows, Reese? Uh, I've answered the horror film question with a TV show because I did. don't watch horror films. It's strange things. Simple. I want an easy one. Bri, got any favourite horror TV shows? No, I'm a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only I one that watches horror here? <laughs> Simple as I'm a wimp. Can't even watch casualty because it's too gaudy for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just can't. I'm, I'm a bit squeamish, so yeah, I just can't. The last last one I watched, really watched, was was it something like Bruges or something like that? Mm. It was, yeah, horrible. It was like something about a hostel, and yeah, put me off going abroad for about six weeks, six years. <laughs> um, I like, I liked one on Netflix that was called Midnight Mass. That was good. American Horror Story, that's good. For anyone that's not seen American Horror Story, for for one series, it's got like a story, a tale, but then the next series has the same actors doing a different story. But, you know, it's it's really good, really good. I'd probably say American Horror Story is the best horror TV show out there, and I've only seen two series of it. But other than that, I think, I think films do horror better. Phone going there. So, uh, yeah, American Horror Story, probably my favourite. Tyler is our music man, our music question. Tyler says, I think I'm running out of music-related questions, so this could be the last one. Well, if it is the last one, Tyler, it's been a good run, hasn't it, Reese? It must be. Been a very, it must be six, seven, eight weeks. It must now. be. Easy. Abs- months of these questions, Tyler. So if this is the last one, thanks. Ask us about something else. Well, early up. Who are your favourite American band, Reese? Uh, it's going to have to be Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Um, for me, 
Um, I think I've mentioned him. When I, I've answered that a couple of times. I think with Tyler's questions, but yeah, Bruce Springsteen's just Bruce Springsteen's been just legendary. Ninety to ninety-five percent of Reese's answers <laughs> <laughs> in the music question. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Bry, favorite American band? Uh, the Killers, probably. Kings mm. of Leon, mm. one like that. We had all the K's in the noughties, didn't we? We had Kaiser Chiefs, Kasabian, Kings of Leon, Killers. Like that was the indie. Kind of no. I think I can't think of any more. Can't think of any more. Excuse me. Alana says Sophie Robinson podcast was great, though it did make me really hungry. We did talk about food a lot. <laughs> Yeah, after, on that about podcast. half of the podcast. I think. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, really, Sophie, really good. Obviously, she's got her Instagram page where she reviews food. So we kind of jumped on that and we're like, you know, picking apart her hobbies. It was great to see. Sorry, it would be great to see more women on the podcast. Keep up the good work. Yeah, we're still looking for a female regular for the podcast. We're still kind of trying to find one that we'd like more diversity on this podcast. So if any. If anyone knows of anyone that would be interested in speaking about the rhinos or coming onto the mailbag with us, just just get in touch at lot seventeen or the owl and fleece. But yeah, so far we're brilliant. We're hoping to get more from the women's side. We've got Simon Brown coming on on Tuesday from the PDRL, who just won the grand final, which is amazing. Simon's coming on to speak with us on Tuesday live. That's an exclusive. Actually, this is coming out. This isn't live now, is it? I've just remembered. No, it's coming out. This, this is coming out Monday. So, yeah, it's tomorrow. Damien says, What colour leads kit would you like to see next season? Reese, is there any kind of colour kit that you'd like? I enjoy the white kits quite often. Uh, I like it when we do like, a, I think, not quite the 2017. In fact, the Danny Maguire testimonial shirt, I really, really like. Just that, mm. the white with the blue and yellow, just single thing. I really like that. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't really. I'm a bit more traditionalist in this. I, I don't really like Leeds playing in colours that aren't white, yellow, and blue. The mm. pink kit has been an exception this year because it's actually won. We actually that was the only kit we won in for quite a while. Um, so I think a white one next year for me. Okay. I'd like to see a green kit, probably my favourite colour. So for like the third kit, something like. I don't know, like a nice green, all green though, you know, like so that the badge is green. Actually, I'm going to change my answer. Go ahead. We've had some good maroon kits hmm. in history. I would say I've got the Yeston Harris one. Uh, yeah. Like, and then. Uh, excuse me, the two... flag. You mentioned something else. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hang on. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> this, this, this is the equivalent of a bell, but it doesn't make It is now, me. yes. I'm just going to have to start shouting Cumbrian Biff instead. <laughs> um, oh, Omar Hoheed. Um, yeah, but we had the one in 2018 that was like maroon and then dark blue. I really liked that kit. Hmm. Um, we, we had a green one, didn't we? We did. We had, we had green a... and silver, grey, grey. Yes, it was like striped, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't I didn't quite like that one. Or more green, I'd say. Something else I'd love to see is, I think it was Hulk KR who had one, but this year, last year, maybe at Magic, like a camo, a camouflage style shirt. I think they did it for the forces. Not that, not kind of that classic camo army colour, but like a midnight arm, you know, so it'd be like a blue and black and grey. I think that'd look good with Rhino's badge on. Any, any kind of Saints colour, Saints kit you'd like to see, Brian, next year? 
bring the orange back the Saints. Orange mm. and blue away shirt. Mm. That it always goes down well. Mm. For Leeds, anything that's fluorescent so I can see you's coming. And when we're defending, <laughs> that'd help. Uh, <laughs> and that and that camo shirt, I think it was Featherston. It was what? I think it was Featherston who brought the camo Featherston. shirt. Yes. I know someone did. I know someone scruffy and rubbish did. <laughs> Don't worry, no Fed fans are listening to this. Sean says <laughs> As the season started coming towards its ending, listening to you annoyed me, I must admit. Well, be honest, Sean. Your thoughts on us winning every game I found repetitive and boring. I'm a realist and I didn't agree with what you said. Having said that, the more games we played under Smith... Can you see where this is going? <laughs> see where this is going? The more games we played under Smith, I began to realise perhaps you were right all along. Rowan is our saviour. Leads by 36 on Friday. <laughs> Clap, Sean. I, re I really wondered where that was coming from. Yeah. A second. I'm like, why are you reading this out? Peace be with you, Sean. The Lord just, like you. Just, just like that. Ego getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Reese is thinking, why the fuck is he reading this out? Oh my God. That, that's oh my God. definitely an Eddie prediction, that isn't it? Leads by 36. God, I genuinely thought like Eddie was just about to slate this guy. I'm like, oh god, this is not going to sound good. <laughs> why? Why did we get the uh, record lowest figures for the uh, cast Catalan mailbag? Or oh, because Eddie went on a mad tirade to Sean. <laughs> no, welcome, Sean. Let Rowan in. He's, he's got us from here. We're absolutely fine. Cheryl says, can you believe what you are achieving with the podcast these days? And how did you and Reese meet? You can tell you both know each other really well by listening to your chemistry. <laughs> well, that, that well, is a compliment, Cheryl. A compliment. But the funny thing about this, Cheryl, is that we only met for the first time actually in person uh, when we did the camp with the badges. Wasn't mm -hmm. it? I can't remember what game it was. I think it was Salford. Was it Huddersfield or Salford? Yeah, it would have been Huddersfield or Salford, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I met as a, a guest, didn't I? I came on as a guest. He came on as a guest, Cheryl. We've only known each other for... Since the six Catalan months. home game. The Catalan home game. Remember that one? Six, seven months, maybe? Eight months? Don't know. Two people. So the fact that you think our chemistry is great, well, imagine what it'll evolve into from here. Uh, what was the other question? Sorry, how did you? Um, can you believe what you are achieving with the podcast these days? No, I can't. And I was absolutely gutted. It had to happen, and it was the right decision by the club to cancel the event that we had planned. You know, but the club did invite us down to record a podcast there, and I just don't think we're going to get that. Or are we you ever going to have the opportunity again? Possibly, get that opportunity again. possibly, but we'll see. But yeah, the things that are happening with the podcast—it's—it's it's unbelievable. It's everyone's interaction, buying the fanzine. Everything's overwhelming. You know, everyone retweeting, listening, coming on the guests. It's just—I think I might have said this before, but I feel like the podcast really started like when Reese came on board and Andrew, and we started on YouTube. It kind of from that moment. It just elevated. The listeners went through the roof. Just the guests were flooding in, you know. And from that 
it's kind of just snowball, but it's, it's really good to see. And we're just kind of riding the wave and just keeping his feet on the ground and kind of taking it as it comes. But thanks for your kind words, Cheryl. If you win on Friday, you want to find yourself a little corner of Old Trafford and do do one with loads of people behind you. Yeah, good so idea. That, I'll be messaging Rob Oates going, I want to be in the team. Uh, I want to be, <laughs> be lifting be, the trophy in the sand. I want to be lifting the trophy. We can't do it with that dump in background, Brian. We could do it. From the from the other yeah, but you can do it with you can do it with the car yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Do it from that time. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, Marty says, "Who does Brian support?" He obviously knew you were coming on, but you've kind of answered that, you Brian. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Ollie says, "Will there ever be a lot pod meetup?" We have tried this, and Friday was going to be like. The big one, wasn't it? The official one, wasn't it? The official one, we had the fans in, we were going to record there, we had an idea to kind of mingle, I did, sorry, mingle amongst the crowd and kind of get some thoughts from people, kind of record it like that so we can get more thoughts on the game. We will do it. Maybe maybe all traffic. We've got two opportunities. We've got the uh, victory parade after the grand final. Sorry, Mm. Sean. We're still going to say we're winning every game. Mm. Um. Or then the uh, the home first home game of the season next year. There's also Penrith as well. We haven't oh, where Penrith. that's getting played yet, but yeah. I've kind of penciled in Ellen Road for that. So, yeah. Ollie, we might be meeting this with two chances. Really, uh, we've got the grand final where we could have a big meet up there, or we could meet up at Ellen Bryce Road. Keep, Bryce keeping a really good straight. Bryce just right thinking, now. what have I come on to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm planning my route to Old Trafford to try and avoid it. That's all. I'm, I'm going nice to it. Although I'll end up in the middle of it somehow. We'll be dragging you on. Um, I'll be putting a tracker on your carb rider so that me and Eddie can flank you on the M16. There is. Stay, um, stay in the night before. Oh, you're going to have before. Oh, thanks. We'll come to your hotel then. We'll flank you. Hold the road. Craig says... Do any of you bet? And if so, what's the most money you have ever won? Any of you? I do bet now and then. I have a limit where I'll max spend a fiver on a weekend to put some hackers on. Normally just for a bit of a bit of fun. Um the most I've ever won was probably 250 um mm. on a off off a quid because I never put a pound on. Mm. Uh, so to silly, silly accumulators, and now and then I'll win one. Um, yeah. But I don't do it properly. Mm. Brian, you know, yeah, better man. Have you uh, won big? I have done. I, I, I have bet, um, and the most I won was four hundred pound in two thousand and five. AC Milan, Champions League final. Mm. Put the bet on in the August before. Brilliant. I've won. Me and my friends have won big. I think there were. Six of us. I can't remember how many there were. We put on accumulator on what we used to do back. Well, when I drank, we'd we'd kind of meet up. We'd all put two quid in a pot, pick two teams on an acker, you know, mark it in, and then put it in, and then think, well, it it came in. I remember where we were. It was after a witness game. I think it was a bank holiday Monday game. Must have been twenty sixteen, something like that. And we was in. Headley Verity Weatherspoons after the game, having a drink in there. And one of our mates has actually gone home. And um, someone just remembered, oh, we need to check the acker. We haven't, we haven't done the acker. 
So I had it. So I pulled it out. My mate got the, got his phone out. So I'm kind of going right Northampton. Yeah, going going through. And then I says we've won, we've won one team away yeah. for just under five grand. I said we're one team away. Anyway, it came in. We won it. We all just started screaming in um, Headley Verity, just screaming, bouncing about, and bouncer came running over, like going, "What are you doing?" And I was just like. We just won five grand on this hack, and he was just like, "What the?" And he just, "Oh, fair enough." But calm down. And then we were ringing round. I were ringing round Hot Bookies, Hot Ladbrokes, to say, "Can we? We want this cash now. Can you cash it in?" And we found one and we walked round bottom of town. I think we all got about whatever it is between thingy. But yeah, that 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 was a big one. That and we rang the mate that went home. We kind of said, "We've the hackers come in. We've won," and he was just like. I'm getting a taxi back, and we just stayed out for ages, all night. Didn't get and home. Spent, and spent it all in one night. Spent a fortune, yeah. Spent, I, I can't have spent that much because I remember I got hangovers for ages and ages, but when I'd kind of finally come back to the land of living, Harriet said, someone's fitting new carpets on, like, Wednesday. And I'm like, all right. She said, yeah, found a wad of money on the... Chester draws the thing. I said, "Fair enough, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I can't, I can't have spent that much unless I pulled some more out of the bank." But yeah, that was amazing. That, but um, yeah, I don't bet much. The only time I bet now is Grand National, and I kind of just spread a tenor about on names. But yeah, never ever win. Milliken says, I "Missed out on the fanzine. Will there be any more available? There'll be no more of it. No more first issues available. That's it. That was the first run, but." We're going to do others, so you can have them. So sorry for everyone that missed out on the first issue. Ben says, I have now officially booked the grand final Monday off work. People are getting <laughs> this now, Reese. They're getting on board with there's this. A couple, there's a couple of group chats, and they're already on the forms. Like, say, if we get there, like you can get a ticket first option. People are booking Monday off. Uh, yeah, it's funny. We said on the podcast <laughs> weeks ago, get the Monday booked off. What are you going to say, Brian? The Monday is Bob Woodall's birthday. Another. That's why we. That, that, that's why we've got, actually got the shirt day on the Friday. On the Friday. Because we, we wanted to do it on Bob Bono's birthday, mm. um, but it was on the Monday, and we thought, well, everyone else forgot about it after the grand final. After the grand final, yeah. yeah. Good so to do it. That's why it's actually on the Friday. Another another reason for Leeds to head over there and win it. Francis says, Catalans are they grubbier than the worst Wigan side? I don't know. Do you think Brian? Or do you think no? No, I agree. No. I think I think Wigan have been grubbier over the years. Do you agree, Reese? Sorry, I'm I've, I've uh, Jacksonville are just just scoring points, and I'm like completely losing lost my Reece. right now. Lost I'm, I'm the trying NFL. to keep calm. Like we've just we've lost yeah, Reese to the NFL. Uh, Saints will they go all the way and win it? Was that the question? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer to that question is no. What was the, the, the question? Yeah, fair enough. That's fine. What That's was the fine. question? Uh, Catalans, are they grubbier than oh. the worst Wigan side? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when were Wigan at the worst? Because like, oh, the years, the whole. Like, well, because like, think I'm just trying to think from my. I'm not, I don't want to put my age out there again because I know it'll be <laughs> Ben Flower. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, obviously, I started. I I grew up with the golden generation, so like. I don't really remember Rig- Wigan being grubby, particularly. Then. Really? Oof. I don't seem to remember whether it's just as a kid and maybe wasn't paying as much attention as I do now. 
Mm. Um, but certainly, in, in terms of my memory, I certainly think Catalan are, are grubbier. But they should try and find the World Club Challenge, Wigan Manly. Just Manly. enjoy, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. That. Enjoy. <laughs> Two more questions left. Will asks, "What is your favourite pizza, Reese?" Sure, we've been uh... asked before. Sure, we have. I've always got to have a stuffed crust. I enjoy a stuffed crust. Yeah. Um, if anyone of you says pineapple, by the way, then I'm I am going to actually leave to watch the rest of the NFL. Um, but I don't know. I I don't know what my favourite pizza would be, but I do do enjoy enjoy we've got like indusia, like that so, that spicy sausage on a pizza. Mm. I always really enjoy that because like pepperoni is just a bit boring. I like a bit of a probably a bit more of like a meat feast, something mm. all like that. Um, mm. Or even then. I do enjoy like a Texas barbecue pizza as well. That's, if I ever have Domino's, which I don't have often, but if I ever have Domino's, it was always a Texas barbecue. Mm. Bry, favourite pizza? Mine's from a kebab house in Liverpool. Mm. Um, the place called Botan's. It's actually been voted one of the best kebab houses in the country or something like that. Wow. Um, and it's called, and it's my brother who invented it. It's oh, called the Septi Pizza. Mm. It's called the Septi Pizza. It's um, spicy beef, pepperoni, um, red onion, jalapenos. And then what they do is when they put the chilli sauce all over the top of it and, spat, and like uh, just go start in the middle and work the way out. Pull it round like a and then when it comes, Yeah, and then when it comes out, they put a bit of tahini on the top of it as well. Mm. Wow. Burns your mouth, though. It's absolutely stunning. There's your mouth, there's your ass, but you enjoy it. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's one of them where I've been, I I have my stag in Liverpool, mm-hmm. and I deliberately we've done the end of the town, and I deliberately I'm not eating, I'm not eating, I'm not eating, I'm not. No, eating. I'm going there. Walked in it. there, walked straight in. I want a sexy pizza, and everyone around me looked at me as if to go, "What are you talking about?" Even the people who were there from Liverpool, they were just all looking. That's not on the menu. Next minute. There you go. Thank you. Walked out and everyone's there like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Mine is a, a seafood pizza. I had one last night, actually. A seafood pizza. I don't, I, hang on. I don't get this either. My my father-in-law has tuna on a pizza and swears by it. I'm, I'm like, what the chuff? I know it's this posh Italian thing and you have it in Venice or whatever, but this doesn't... No. Fish is not having a bloody pizza. You're not having fish. Oh, I love it. Seafood pizza. I love Luigi. seafood, but on a pizza, like what? what it's delicious. Oh, good. What's on What's on Cal- I got one last night. Calamari prawn, king prawn. Is this prawn in a shell? No. Or is it just no? Just right. Okay. The, but there's mussels that come in the shell on the pizza, so you have to take them out and put them on. I think it, I think it's just for. Kind of presentation purposes, but yeah, delicious from Luigi's in is it Heckman White? Click eating, it's absolutely delicious, honestly. The best pizza I've ever had. They do, they do, they do, they do good pizzas, it's only that from me, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know it? Yeah, Luigi's, is yeah, it? Heckman yeah. White? It's yeah, it, it it's click eating, click eating, yes. I always get yeah, them, get them, yeah, uh, amazing. absolutely amazing, gorgeous. Last questions from Anne, who asks, "How do you like your eggs in the morning, Reese? How do you like eating eggs?" Uh, scrambled, uh, and if I may say so myself, I make some banging scrambled eggs. I feel, have we discussed this um, before? 
I, I don't know, maybe. But um, I think we have. Absolutely. I really like scr- scrambled egg. Uh, I mean, there's nothing better than like you know, even if it's like smoked salmon and scrambled egg on toast, oh. or even just some mm. avocado in there. But my scrambled egg, I'm telling you, really, it's banging. Yeah, it's the one, Bry. How do you like your eggs? Prefer poached. Yeah. Uh, can you pro- can Walker. you poach an egg to perfection, Bry? Yeah, the Dan Walker method. I can't. Yeah. Oh, did you <laughs> the uh, the the official egg club? The official. Yeah, I've got, his, I've got his book here. There we go. Look at that. Yeah. Promo. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's stunning. <laughs> it takes a bit of work, but yeah, it's perfect every time. Every time. Official. And, it's, and what the, way, the best bit about it is when I first saw my wife looked at me and went, That's, isn't the poached egg supposed to be out the shell? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and yeah, it's that, for the first like two minutes, the egg's still in the shell mm. when, yeah, when you're doing it. So. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I love poached. I can't do poached, but like Reese, I can. I've cracked. Um, no pun intended. Get it. Yep. No pun intended. Uh, scrambled eggs, just due to Harriet, my wife, kind of showing me over like lockdown because she always been good at it. I was rubbish at it, and she's like, "Right, this is how you make the perfect scrambled eggs." So I prefer poached, but I can't do them. So scrambled. That's the end of the mailbag, right? Brilliant. Thanks a lot for coming on. Not a problem. Thanks for Keep having me. me. No, brilliant. Keep up the good work with Six again. Love it over there. Love your stuff. Um, I've also got to commend you for the Predictions League that you run on Moves <laughs> Forward podcast, because that must take some work, that, Brian. Just a little bit. Yeah, Mondays are a bit, Sundays and Mondays are a bit stressful. But yeah. It, and that's about the match review panel. Yeah. It's a bit. Um, it's a bit stressful, but he's only brought it up because he had good stats. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I should definitely be the Yorkshire represent representative. If you ask me, I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Reese Bry, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll be back with the next podcast with Cy Brown from the PDRR side, who has an absolutely fascinating backstory. So please do join us live on Tuesday for that. Take care, everyone, and thanks for listening. See you soon. See you soon.